Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. All right, it is a Monday. It is cash the ticket. We've got a lot of ground to cover. Uh, we've got Sweet 16 and Elite 8. We've got an apology I owe you because I can't cost you money you don't bet, but I can cost you money when it wins and I didn't record it. We'll get to that. I hate this Final Four. I love it. A redemptive Saturday and maybe the best sweatshirt cookies is ever worn in here where they Detroit bad boys with a Z tie-dye reset say <laughs> power sweatshirt on a monday what's we're up, locked Jimmy? in yeah mm-hmm. no listen the weekend i love this final four and we're gonna get into it yeah but do you want to just start with the games and the bets we made yeah because i i told you and i, I you were kind enough to do the recording saturday I, I love saturday's card we talked about fau we talked about uconn who obviously i love pre-tournament i loved him saturday it was a spite store fuck gonzaga that was one of the rocking chair games of the uh, millennium. Unbelievable. I didn't like Sunday's games. There was nothing for me to no, do and Sunday. I, and I handed out the lean Miami, which did hit, but we didn't have any confident plays. So you go 2-0, and oh, and it was a BGB special on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's a redemptive Saturday. I felt good about that. We needed it, and I loved it because it's it's UConn, and we've been on them all year, and you've got the future, which is still alive. Mm. I love it because it's our Owls, who we've been on from the start, 35 wins most in America. The only casualty was my Texas Longhorns, who blew a double-digit lead in the second half. Which collapse was worse, UCLA or Texas? I think Texas. Texas? Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm asking. No, That's I all. mean, it, like, Gonzaga can score with the best of them. I guess so can Miami. They're like the same, the anatomy of the same game. You know what's interesting with Texas? And I was, I was thinking about show topics, um, things I'm going to do today. And it's like, watching all these games... Like, you look at the Big Ten, and people go, well, what's wrong with the Big Ten? They haven't won a natty since MSU in 2000. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what's wrong. What I thought was wrong with the Big Ten is the very thing that caught Texas. What's wrong with the Big Ten is nobody runs a free-flow motion offense. Everybody wants to be physical. We're going to run sets. We're going to be – and then you watch Texas early in that game. And you're watching Marcus Carr and Allen and Sir Prince Jones the third, Sir Jabari Rice. Whatever it is. A dignitary. And they're just – driving and kicking driving and kicking cutting and kicking and you're like this is why the big 10 doesn't win but then a late game all of that stuff you don't have any set plays and it broke down but by and large do you think what we watched with fau free flow mm-hmm. texas free flow multiple guards UConn, that's the nba game right uconn Reflow oh, yeah, I mean, the ultimate example of it. But do you think that's what you have to do to win 
in college basketball now? I think the concept of winning in college basketball now, it's like a moving target because I do think the game's fundamentally changed. When you talk about the best players are overseas, they're in the G League, they're one and done, if that. Yeah. The level playing field is is what I think we look to this tournament and see, right? How else do you explain San Diego State and FAU seven seeds and nine seeds? How else do you explain the Final Four that we have? Do you want some Final Four stats? Yeah, please. Okay. This is the first Final Four that does not feature a one, a two, or a three. UConn's your highest as a four. Yeah. It is the first Final Four since 1970 with three teams making their first Final Four appearance. This is the first Final Four without a single, that means not one, McDonald's All-American. Yeah, I, I looked at an NBA mock draft today, and it's like one guy from UConn in the late 20s. I mean, that this is as... as Hawkins. Deplete, yeah, Hawkins, great three-point shooter, hit a bunch of them. This is as light a star-studded field as we've ever seen. And it's why it's trash. Um, oh, but no, 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 we can get into it. And, and again, I think this Did is... you become a CBS television executive over the weekend? Did I miss something? Why do you care if the brands aren't there? I'll tell you why. Because I'm a brand whore when it comes oh, okay. to sports. I am a total ho-ho. But hold on. You need Duke to get it up for this weekend? I needed some program with a logo I care about to sprout an erection and do something. Well, Husky's got a nice logo. It's not as cool as the old one. Remember the, you, with, but you know what's fucked up? Yeah. Oh, the dog. Yeah. Was, that with, was a better with logo. The, with the tongue hanging out of his yeah. mouth. Yeah. But here's the thing. UConn is the weirdest program in the world. It's, it's like Auburn football. Yes. They rise up once every six years. And they're elite. Fucking kill everybody. <laughs> shove head up on ass for next five. And we're back. Go look at UConn. They're about to lead the world in national titles over the last like 40 30 years yeah and yet they've only had those seasons they've been relevant basically do they even make like sweet 16s or elite eights in the off years the answer is no ultimate glory shit pants ultimate glory shit pants that's it but so you do have one brand they count right you said they're about to have the most titles but are they a brand i think they're a brand but i don't need the brands okay and that's because because again i'm not a tv executive I embrace the chaos Look, I like that is succession. Marsh. Call me Logan Roy. But but again, this is what we claim to want. No. Chaotic. No. Upsets. The little guy. FAU. You know what this is? They hadn't won a single tournament game in their program's history until this year, and they're two away from a national title. But it lacks moderation. That's the problem. I like all the things you're talking about, but it's it's... This is just, it's too much. You want just like one Cinderella. You don't want two mid-majors. Yeah, because it's like I can get behind one cool story but okay look at it this way is san diego state fun to watch absolutely not awful yeah they're they're tough fau can be can fun be. miami's not i don't care what anybody what? says i hate i you hate don't it. we have an email about miami being a blind spot for you because you kind of just deny them the whole I do. way i hate them i will die on this hill i hate them i hate laranaga i hate i hate it all i hate them what did, he, I, what did he do to you? I just everybody likes him. George Mason, 04 or no, 06. Uh, and, uh, hey, why don't you? Why would I not like his time at George Mason? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not trying to put salt in the wound. It's okay. <laughs> My point to you is this it's this is going to be the lowest rated 
least watched Final Four ever. I won't disagree with you. And here's the other problem. You can laugh. If you don't give me the brands, so be it. Where are the stars? You want guys to root for and root against the villain, the hero. Yeah. We don't have some of those characters. Nor Chad O'Mead doesn't make it move. I, I, I get it. But I don't need the brands to watch. And I've never understood the fans. The fans. I get it if you're a TV executive and you care about this. But you're a fan. What do you care if the other guy's watching it? Are you entertained? I'm going to watch the Final Four. I think most people listening to this podcast are going to be betting and watching the Final Four. But, but think about a year ago. Who's a year ago. Well, last got, year it was all the brands. We got Duke and UNC. Coach K drama. And then it was Kansas, North Carolina as as iconic a matchup. But hold on. These teams that are here aren't slouches. Oh, U- really? UConn's the number one Ken Palm team in America. Well, they're number one in my heart. Well, great. They were top five coming into the tournament. They were underseeded. They had been one of the best teams all season long and were picking it That's, up late. It is totally. That is fair. not a fraudulent team. No. You know who's won the most games this year in college? Florida basketball? Atlantic. The most of any team in the sport since 2019. They play the in a gym. The team with the most wins should be here. That's not a bad thing for they the sport. They play in a gym that is smaller than your high schools. That's might actually be accurate. We'll it is. It, it only holds 2,500 well, people. Well, Churchill, it might be a push. Uh, okay, noted. San Diego State, they have an elite defense in Miami's top five on offense. You get a little this, a little that, the little guy, the big brand. Here's Everything's included. This is the melting pot of college basketball. If this is a compliment, and it's not backhanded, the radio host in you, the really good radio host in you is, is coming out. You are into it because you love your job and you're good at your job and you care, but you got to step back and think about the guy with two kids paying his mortgage. They're going to look at these games and go, honey, we're going to dinner. It's getting nice out. It's just, it's, we, we've lost cabin pressure. And here's the thing. The average guy can't name a player from three of the four teams. And I'll, right. and I'll yeah. be honest All with you, four. they probably can't name a player from UConn. You got to be a geek to know Sonogo or Hawkins or mm-hmm. Caravan. Mm-hmm. They don't know them. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. There's no Ray Allen. There's no Rip Hamilton. Hell, you. There's no even quote fat point guard, aka Khalid El Amin. Like, there's no one. Brandon Miller was supposed to be that guy. Yeah. Did you see the stats on him? By the way, lowest field goal percentage of like anybody in tournament history, uh, and had a minimum scoreless attempts. game. Yeah, and even the last game, wasn't he like 1 of 10 or 1 of 11 from 3? So what do you make of him? Just a little capsule here. That's a guy everyone thinks is going in the top three of the NBA draft. Do you have any reservations or concerns based on the performance in the biggest stage? It would depend on what my security team knew. Yeah. NBA, any any league, guys, their heads of security are former FBI, former chiefs of police, former detectives, uh, information's your currency. So when you see the NFL, most notably, dig into players' pasts, they're not just looking at the player. They're looking at mommy, daddy, auntie, grandma, Nona, Gigi, Pop Pop, and the rest. I would need to trust my people. Look, we all know something fucked up's going on in Alabama, and I think it caught up to him. And you could say whatever you want. Well, he never touched the gun. He received a text on a night of a murder to bring a gun. The gun was in his car. Like, what? I was born yesterday. Just kidding. Right. When, so, so when you're showing up at 1 a.m. Right. With a bag and that has way, a gun. And, and I know you can plausible deniability. Sure. And I'm not saying he should go to jail because we do have, like, 
a system for this, but, if but gonna, it looks really if bad. If we're going to crush John Morant for flashing a gun in a video and going to a booby bar, there has to be a middle ground here where it's like Brandon. And by the way, Nate Oates, four of your players right now have been reported to have been at that scene. That's 33% of your active roster. It caught up to them. No, there. I mean, listen, at worst, he transported a murder weapon, aiding and abetting. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not telling you he's going to jail that. or should go to jail. What I'm saying is how does the university not have a higher standard right. for its athletes, which if there will be a higher standard in the NBA. Yep. You are not going to be able to get away with that and miss zero games in the NBA. So it is a concern. You're drafting the player and the person, right. the player. I'm not going to overanalyze the NCAA tournament. No. The person you do have to do vetting. And th- there are these reports that he had a hamstring injury that was lingering right. early I, in the tournament. Yeah. When you look at this draft, all I can tell you is when Banyama has grown to seven, five, he might not be the same prospect. You got scoot Henderson or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. G league, never seen him. Right. And then Brandon Miller. Yeah. This is not some draft I look at and get real excited about. So do I still think he goes top five? Yeah, yes. Will. I think he will. But Jim, but he, he would have been the guy. Alabama, the one seed in the final four yeah. that people would have tuned in for that are casual fans. Not there. Not there. That's all right. We got Vlad Golden at FAU. Hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Janelle Davis doesn't do it for you? Well, he's a really nice guard and a great story, but Jesus, Jim. Yeah. Nigel Isaiah Pack. Wong at Miami? Yeah. No. I get your point. Okay. Um... Can you want I to apologize to people? I do. You did. I can verify this. You did text us, Evan and I, in the group chat. You hit horse racing this weekend, and we, you just didn't do this. You didn't turn one of these things on I, and tell the people about it. It's so, the one time I didn't bend over backwards for our people, and it would have been the biggest payout I'll ever hand out in an exacta in a derby prep race. So what did it? What was it? What was the odds? What did it pay? I didn't like. All right, Louisiana Derby. So it's another derby prep. Everybody knows the Louisiana million dollar race. You win it, you're in. Yeah. Okay. The favorite, I didn't like. Horse name Instant Coffee. Didn't like him. Not a fan of Instant Coffee. No, I just, without getting geeky. Get geeky. Take two minutes. No, I just didn't. I didn't think he had a speed figure that like, like Forte that towered above this field. So the odds didn't make sense. He was being priced as too heavy a favorite. Which is gold I, for you. I thought he was a beatable favorite. He was a right. favorite with warts. Sure. So, so you love that. Is that like your dream when yeah. you go to a track and the favorite is uh-huh. warty? thousand percent. So I liked a couple other horses, and I'm always big on horse that hasn't run a lot has more of a reason to move forward. So when we go back to the Fountain of Youth Day, and I told you I liked a couple of horses, one of them, Mage, was – a horse that only run once. Well, your biggest move can be between that one race and two. So there was a horse in here, trainer who's kick-ass, guy named Steve Asmussen, a horse named Disarm I really liked. He was the five. He was 10 to one. So I texted you guys. I said, look, fellas, I didn't record. I feel like shit. But if you want to play it here, mm-hmm. and I texted you, and then I texted my buddy Raph. And my another horse racing buddy of mine. And I said, here's what I would do. Key box in an exacta, which means disarm is the key to the whole deal. He's going to run first or second. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put him with three horses, not named instant coffee. 
And I love the six, which was Kingsman. Uh, and I gave you another bomb, the 10 horse. The six horse was six to one in the morning, went off at just about five to one. <laughs> he smokes the field, wires him. The five closes hard to get second. A $2 exacta paid $96.50. So when we talk about the magic of sports betting, let's say you're a $10 better. Let's say you're a $20 better. All right, $10 better puts that bet in. It would have been a $5 key box. So you would have made about $225 <laughs> on your 10 bucks. Okay, just to give you an idea, if you're $20 better, you know where we're going. With yeah, I mean, for people who haven't listened to the horse racing, these are like super parlays. Yeah, but it's it's the exactors that are way you can have fun with these derby preps because I don't expect 99% of our audience to follow it the way I do, to care about it the way I do. But I owe Cash the Ticket Nation an apology because for once, I didn't bend over backwards. I wasn't a fucking maniac. I just was like, I feel like shit. I'm congested as hell. I'm not going to do it. And of course, that's the one we crush. Yeah. And then my one buddy sends me a text and he goes, when's dinner? And I will just <laughs> tell you, he won a rather large amount of money. So I owe you guys an apology. I will get the Florida Derby stuff this weekend. Arkansas Derby as well. Double dip this weekend. I'll try my best. Um, we covered the final four. Let's talk early leans. Yeah, we will cut an episode late in the of week course. with official plays. But just where are the lines at today? UConn minus five and a half. Devil's number against your Miami Hurricanes. Someone's got a back. Them. And then in the game that I don't think anyone will watch, unless they have money on it, San Diego State is laying two to Florida Atlantic. Do you have Anything you want to offer the people this early in the week on those. So I love that we are guaranteed a mid-major in the national title because someone's going to win San Diego State FAU. In terms of betting that game, we've been back in the owls the whole way. The NBA playoffs are underway and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip off. Save up to 60% buy on last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the, uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all-in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with game time. Download the game time app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's I think while no one's gonna watch it, it's actually a fun matchup because you have this this group of like 22 and 23 year olds who defend in San Diego State against an FAU team that wins every close game they've ever played. So the game's gonna be close. FAU continues to win the close games. They've got different guards who do different things: shooters, drivers, cutters, the stuff we talked about early. I I want to back FAU, but it's early in the week. I would lean FAU until we get a little more yeah. betting data. And just make sure everything's on the up and up. But I like FAU more than San Diego State. Well, and public, I'm getting a couple points. Public agrees with you early. Uh, so I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. We'll Look, see how it levels here's out. Here's the other thing, too. It's an offense. FAU, they beat K-State turning it over 20 times. I know. I was terrified. I don't know that you're pulling that off against San Diego State. What? Winning with 20 turnovers? Because yeah. I'd contend you're not going to turn it over 20 times again. I'd hope not. But it's something to keep note of i understand i, I wish i had the stack because they flashed it on the screen it was like blank and one in games decided by five or less this spread tells me it's going to be close san diego state plays close games okay Ma- maybe i now can little... i bring something up yeah san diego state shouldn't be in this game i hated the end of that game against creighton but it was do like the super bowl yeah just like the super bowl it's anticlimactic it sucks but you have to call it the same in the first did you of... think it was a fall yeah, at his hip yeah did it affect the shot? <laughs> See, being a foul by the book is different than did it affect the shooter? But it's like the Super Bowl when oh, Bradbury holds, and it is by definition a hold, and no one's happy if you're just watching because you want to be entertained. Had to ask the question. But you got to call it. If you don't call it, then guys are going to – it's a slippery slope. Now you got guys who are going to try to get away with stuff late in the game, mugging people because they know the refs are swallowing the whistle. The refs have to do their job. They're in a no-win situation. They have to call it the same – Otherwise, okay. we all bitch about it all week long. True or false, you would have rather have watched FAU Creighton. Yeah, I would have rather That's a race that. to 90. Yeah, that's a better watch. Um, how about Miami-UConn? Obviously, the future is there at plus 2,200. I don't feel a need to hedge. I, I don't. Guys, hedging is all a matter of what do you find interesting? I'm not ready to do that when I think UConn is going to beat Miami the, and I think UConn is going to win it all. Th- we've talked a lot about hedging. There is a school of thought for people that you just don't hedge. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Because you're not, again, what we have told people, we are not doing this to get rich. Listen, if you, I had $1,000 on UConn plus 2200 uh, you're going to hedge. You're going to hedge. But if you just threw half a unit or some, some you know, a little bit on yeah, this. What are we doing bit, then just ride it out and see if they win. What are you? What are you going to hedge into a little bit of money? Yeah. See, see where it goes. Devil's number. Um, I have to stay away and let you guide it because I do have Miami bias. I hate their guts. I hate watching them. I hate their players. I hate their coach. I hate the logo. Can UConn really beat everybody by thirty? It's kind of the Alabama theory earlier in no, the tournament. No, and the five and a half is terrifying. It's terrifying. What? Where's the early money? UConn. Open, opened at five so, and a half. So you're not going to like this. If it half. sits there, that's going to be the more confident play. Here's the and thing. it's going to be Miami. Based on what this podcast stands for, devil's number. You know what's Nobody's weird? betting them. Good both guards. Teams, both teams have some size. Yeah. Yeah, Omir is actually a good check on Sonogo. He's power. He's strength. Yeah. He doesn't have length. 
but see, it's not just him. I mean, Caravan and, and it's Yukon is so well put together. I just, I can't believe Miami's here. I need to be left alone. Yeah. Well, Miami's the side right now. Look, no, I'll see the, the early lean for me would be Yukon. They're so But good. I need to grill you on that. Why? Because if, if you didn't have the blind spot for Miami or the affinity for UConn, yeah. you, the Mike I do a podcast with, would come in and say, put a bullet in them, it's Miami. Yeah. So why are we not doing that? I view what they do as a way elevated version of Texas. And don't forget, Texas' best big didn't play. You're right. What UConn does is at another level. So Texas was destroying this Miami team. But they couldn't keep it up. UConn you, will. Doesn't it feel I think like they're going to win the game? Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not asking you to win by 20. Can win by six, six, six. Yeah. So we will deep dive these games. Here's the other thing. You want totals? Yeah, we should at least consider it. We haven't done a ton on totals. Well, let me give them to you. Here are your totals for Saturday. You tell me what you want to do. Clearly, UConn's total is elevated. That's going to be the higher total. Both offenses are legit. 150. Ooh. Early, early, people are betting the over. Well, yeah, I mean, that's FAU San Diego State. Let me know. Let me guess. Go ahead. 138. 131. I mean, that's, again, if you like San Diego State, defense, it's going to be a low-scoring game. If you like FAU, you like them to pop through a few times, hit the over. Is that oversimplifying? If you like San Diego State, you think it's going to be a muck it up kind of game? Well, I think the under is more likely to hit. Yeah, you I think mean, if FAU wins, the over is more it's, likely it's to a hit. Game, it's a game theory deal. Yeah. You know, if you like UConn, UConn's getting to 80, right? Right. Doesn't it feel that way? Yeah, the over's and if hitting. you think they're going to cover, 80 to 70 is 150. 78 72 is 150. Mm. If, if, if you believe in San Diego State, they're going to score in the 60s. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, 63-60. Here's a cover. 123, Comfort- I win. Comfortably. That, I do think that plays a role. Well, and I think if you believe in blowouts, like if you think UConn's going to blow up Miami, I think the under's more likely because yeah. you know, t- teams aren't trading buckets late, free throws, yeah. squeezing extra possessions. Well, here's the other thing, too. Miami goes long stretches without taking or making threes. Well, I go back all the way to the Drake game, not to, again, salt in the wound. God damn I'm you. sorry. It just popped in my head. That was a game of lulls for Miami. They got down twice. We'll move on. I hate you. We'll move on. Mailbag, if you please. Yes, I've got some. Let me dig these out. I already referenced the one that referred to your blind spot. Why don't we start with that? Go ahead. Where is it? I admit it. This is from Derek. He said, Mike develops blind spots against teams like the Washington Huskies in football last year and Miami hoops this year. He says, I saw them play live this year at Clemson. Miami is legit. Three guards that can really play. Four or five that can shoot. Five of five athletic and can run. Watch the blind spots. Would have been nice if I sent this earlier. Love the podcast. Keep rolling. You're right. I'm wrong. Period. I don't know if you left a name. You're right. Derek. Yeah. Derek, you're right. Here's an etiquette question. He says, not only sneaky bets, but bragging bets. It's Uh, from William. He says, good morning, Mike and Jim. I've been a fan of Eleni for years. I would listen to him when my dad uh, would drive me to hockey practice growing up. Oh, dear. And I'm a fellow Chippewa. So love Costa. Listen to him in Grand Rapids. He says... I want to get your thoughts on a gambling sin my friend may have committed. Friend group of 12 has been together since high school. They've been gambling throughout that time. Fantasy football, brackets, the whole deal, right? Oh, boy. 
He says all the way back to the lunchroom table as, uh, as Costa brought up. He says, here's our situation. Thursday night, I was fighting for my life with MSU minus a point and a half. Mm. I tailed the BGB. I should have known it was set up for a disastrous night. In the group chat at halftime, one of our friends out of nowhere says, UConn minus four, easiest bet of my life. Only he didn't give it out before tip and was gloating when UConn was up 20 in the first half. We proceeded to jump down his throat, call him on his bullshit. I suggested we each get one free play on his account because apparently he's so sharp. Was this justified? Would you have done something differently? Is this a cardinal sin? I'm not a big fan of the uh, bragging bet unless everybody's on board. Or if everybody but one, because somebody in your friend group wanted to be a ball breaker or be contrarian. But yeah, man, like, just don't do that. I hate that. You don't see me up here, you know, gallivanting about that stupid horse racing bet. I feel fucking terrible that I didn't record for you guys. So I don't deserve any credit. I feel guilty I won. Speaking of horse racing, this one's titled Derby 2023. It's from Mark. Yeah. He says, good evening. First off, first off, your show is hands down the best. The info, the honesty, the humor, it's a must listen. Any chance there's going to be cash to ticket t-shirts in time for the Derby? I'd love to wear something when I go. Something that says system, not a system on the back with the crew's name would be badass. Keep up what you guys are doing. Listen, <laughs> I want to do stuff like this. All right. You know what? Here, full disclosure. Here's where we're at. We may as well just fucking do this. So we are in a weird spot right now, which is the following. We have a couple of sales calls with national and I'm not going to mention clients. I'm not going to go that deep, but if those clients decide that they're ready to play ball, we're going to continue straight through into our pre-planned summer hiatus the day after the Belmont stakes. If those clients are in sabbatical mode, we are going to be done post-masters. Why? Because this ain't a fucking hobby. It's a business. And we can begin planning for football season. And yes, the merch thing, no, this isn't some kind of like we're going to sell a million shirts. It would just be hilarious yeah. to have it. And couple's catchphrases. People could send some pictures at events and we could have fun with it and joke around and that's it. We don't know where we are because a couple of those calls are going to be later in the week. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're going to power through the Masters. And I'm sure I'll end up doing a Derby episode just for shits. But, the, you know, the three, four days a week and crushing the content. Guys, There's it gets tricky because we're doing really big numbers. Yeah. And you're doing big deals. And a lot of places... Summertime is the low season for all sports podcasts. Let me be very clear about that. sports radio too. Yeah. And I don't care. You could be one of the most successful pods out there. And I don't need to name them. Mm -hmm. They'll tell you it's the slowest time. That's when you hear best ofs. Mm -hmm. That's when you hear, um, you know, th th things you normally don't hear to fill. So we were going to take a break this summer anyways of two We've and a half We've been very months. honest and transparent about that. Yes. So we will see where it goes. Um, but yeah, derby wise, I'm I'm very excited. You're getting very excited for I it. am because Come. there's no one great horse. The horse that was supposed to be great 
is hurt and out of training. A horse named Arabian Knight. Wasn't Forte like this dominant? Forte horse? might be dominant, okay. but let's be clear. He's going to be a mid-pack horse. It's hard to win when you're not the profile of the horse. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to win the Derby when you need to make up ground. Now, I think Forte could be more forwardly placed. He's going to run in the Florida Derby. The problem, the field this weekend looks like there's about six tomato cans in it. Five uh, or six of the horses don't belong in a so Florida So it's not going to push him. I don't know. Well, so I'm, we'll I'm starting to learn. I love this. Okay, a couple more. And these are supportive emails because we got clobbered last week. And we deserved it. But people have our back. This one says from Chris, keep up the great work. Love the podcast. It gets me through work when they're released. I follow the bets like gospel. Maybe a good or bad choice, your call. We've won money. We've lost money. I ain't mad at you. Looking forward to the Masters podcast. And another one. I want to get this other one because it was along the same lines. Yeah. Says, um, if one of us goes down, we all go down together. Team effort. That's right. Uh, where we go? We got one that's mean to you. Do you want me to read that one? Yeah, I don't okay. care. Okay. Why would I care? I'm not gonna make everybody happy. <laughs> no, I know. Some podcasts wouldn't read them. Whatever. This one says, not a gentleman. You, sir, are not a gentleman. Mike, you use profanity like a sailor, especially God's name in vain. You claim PTSD from Vegas, very sensitive to veterans. Not to mention your picks have been atrocious. Stay classy. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I think you take it way too serious. I, I know. I, and you can't tell an atheist what to do. So Jesus fucking Christ. There. Um, as far as the PTSD thing, no, that's not meant with any disrespect. No. I look back at it and it scares me. I mean, if, if you're taking it that serious, maybe a loose sports betting pod isn't for you. Like, I, here's, here's how I choose to live my life. I am not going to take the energy to be offended. You make a choice to be offended. That's on you. How you react to things is the only control you have in this world. I can't control your emotions. I can't control what you say. I spent way too many years of my life worried about that shit. So now I just don't care. And the reason I cuss like a sailor, it's not anything other than this is how we talk off the air. Because for four hours a day, you can't say any of that stuff. And you're like a caged animal. If you'd like me to clean it up, I, I, I guess we could, but I don't think we, we talked before we started this and like, we, we can swear it's a podcast. Yeah. I don't think we do it unnecessarily or just for effect. It's how we talk. Yeah. By the way, if you wanted to bet the horse, because uh, the Derby future pools are yeah. open, uh, Forte is three to one to win the Derby. I would never take three to one. You can keep it. Tapatrice, the horse, the winner I gave. I you, remember the name. Um, the winner I gave you, uh, what, what, what race was that? Jeez. I'm, I'm, I'm having, oh my God. I can't even remember what Derby. Was that the one in California? No, you referenced that a different time. Oh my God. Point is he's six to one, but if you wanted the horse that won the Louisiana Derby 16 to one Kings Barnes, I said Kingsman earlier. Okay. Um, now here's the one you could bet now. If he wins this weekend, the odds will go down reincarnate is going to be the favorite in the Arkansas Derby this weekend. He had a horrendous trip in the rebel horrendous. And he still ran third cookies right now. You can get between 23 to one and 30 to one. If reincarnate wins the Arkansas Derby, he's going to the Kentucky Derby and he's those odds will be cut in half easily, easily. So I'm just offering you, what am I offering you? Value. Bang. Carry on. 
Uh, okay, let me see. I've got a few more in here. I don't want to drag this out too late. You're fine. So you asked people to send in bets. Yeah. And I don't want to read. Ev- we got a lot. I don't want to read everybody's winnings, but maybe we do this in the fall where we pick out like once a week, someone who hit like an eight leg parlay and what, give them big some winner, shine. big loser. Yeah. Something like that. Because like, here, I'll just see. Pick- that's where if you have merch, you can reward the biggest winner and the biggest loser. Yeah, we could have fun with that. Party packs. So this guy sends in one. I didn't see any bigger than this. It's a 10-pick parlay. Holy shit. Now, I think, you know, he took some minus, you know, 190 and 140 and, you know, picked his spots, which we're fine with. And it was plus 7,600. We have longer shots in here. I think someone hit like a plus 17,000. We've gotten a ton in here. So what I want to do is figure out, rather than just read through everybody's winnings, Mm -hmm. we find a way to spotlight. And again, I like we're, it. we're at the end of the season here, so to speak. I think in the fall, we can pick somebody out every week and go, hey, this guy hit nine legs. Let's give him some shine. I like it. Uh, and then the last thing I've got, Sir Bunsalot shoots us an MLB Futures. Oh, email. no. We got Pucksalot, Pucksalot, <laughs> and Bunsalot. An emailer who calls himself Bunsalot. Now we need a Dunksalot. I'm not going to read. Again, this is a long email. Holy I, shit. Yeah, he's like, hey, if you bet World Baseball Classic, you would have been up 3.6 units. He says, I know it's not Mike's thing, but winning is winning. He gives out World Series odds. Two that are more favorites and one that's a long shot. Braves plus 750. Padres plus 1,000. And his long shot is the Brewers. Speed, youth. Pitching defense plus thirty five hundred. I'm not going to grill you on it. I know baseball starts wanna. this week. You know we're not going to be in the business of daily betting baseball. Let me ask you a question: What are the odds on the Orioles to just get to the World Series? Um, tough division, but oozing young talent. I mean, Gunnar Henderson's going to be up. Grayson Rodriguez is going to be up. They already have Adley Rutschman, Cedric Mullins. Like they are. You know who's not on the Orioles bandwagon? I only know this because I caught some of it. What's up? Tiger's voice, Dan Dickerson. He goes, teams that take a big leap That's fair. typically come back down to earth. But so why that, am I that offering it, Jim? Value. And Thank I do want to get it for people. I just want to get a shirt that says value with, with all like the, yeah. four E's behind it. See, that would be another good piece fun of deal. All right. Odds on the Orioles to win the whole thing. Plus, count the zeros, plus 10,000. How about just to make the World Series? Okay, so win the AL, AL, win the American League. Boo, boo, boo. They're one of the longest odds, plus 4,000. The only teams with longer odds, the Royals, A's, and Tigers. So, I like supreme value. You want some division winners. These aren't our picks, but this is Bunsalot. Guardians in the Central, Yankees in the East, Mariners, value in the West. Braves, Padres, and what the hell? He didn't give us a, a central. Whatever. Those are some picks. Because we're not going to be doing baseball, right? Not at that like a granular level. Well, listen, if we get the right stuff in, I mean, you're doing first five inning selections. So that's oh, your that's bag. Right. That's your deal. Hey, people can mock it. There's a there's a method to the madness. You take out the bullpen. You figure the starters matchup is oh, all you it. have to handle. Here he goes, have. people. You can even do five inning totals. You could do five innings with a spread, five inning bets. I'll, I'll, if we do the podcast deep into the summer, I'll get you on a couple of okay, them. Okay, you got a deal. Uh, all right, rate, review, subscribe, cash ticket podcast at gmail.com. We will be back later in the week, give you the weekend preview. Uh, I'm going to try to drill down on the horse racing, and we'll have a couple of daily dimes. Kenny's back from vacation, get you the hockey back in as well. 
Uh, let's rock and roll. Let's cash the ticket. We'll talk to you tomorrow.